0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, punters, dribblers, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week, obviously, week upon week upon week, breaking podcast records, breaking podcast numbers. It's basically us and the Maddie Johns podcast for the top podcast in the land. Obviously, we beat out Maddie last week. Thank you, Maddie, for the kind words uh, of, you know, appreciation and uh, much like Not to take a political tone, Eddie, as I introduced my dear friend Edward Simpson, the eternal thrower. Um, Not to take a political tone, but much like Bill Shorten conceding. Mm. Maddie Johns also was kind enough to concede last week. Just go, well done, boys, on the Hallow Sport podcast. Look, he did
1: concede. uh, Hats off to to Maddie. We sort of see ourselves, we've always seen ourselves as a top of the heap, so not a surprise to best him last week. No, no. But some people calling it a bigger win than the Liberals, more surprising. Yeah. Um, I mean, take that. With a grain of salt, obviously. uh, As I've already said, we always saw ourselves as...
0: Well, we always hand out any information. Almost, we always provide you with the grains of salt. You know what I mean? Like, take them from us, but that one certainly requires a little salt. That's right. That's right. A couple of grains.
1: That's exactly right,
0: Tom. Now, uh, huge weekend of sport, Eddie. It was big. Major weekend. Now, if you're a... Swans, Tars, Seagulls, Sydney FC
1: fan, then you're absolutely frothing.
0: You're an absolutely stiff little boy. Slash Randwick. Slash Randwick, and in by Clive little boy, Ogden. I mean that in the most non-pure sense. In the
1: purest sense. In the purest sense of the. Of the in term. that we're all young at heart, punters, dribblers, and we all dare to dream when That's we're young. It. We all do. That's and it. It's if that you've, and if you if you rolled together all those wins, then you've dared to dream. You're a dreamer. You're a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure 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 weird start <laughs> weird, weird, weird. weird start punish dribblers <laughs> uh weird start where do we go for to from here i don't know who
0: knows um but you had, a it's nice weekend, the gods. you had a
1: nice weekend yeah i did did you yeah i did i had a great weekend yeah yeah it was wonderful was it nice it was like, it was
0: wonderful uh any particular reason uh i may have uh found myself engaged to my baby girl <laughs>
1: Oh, okay.
0: Off the market, punters dribblers. So stop so sliding into
1: the DMs. Punters and dribblers, round of applause for Tom. I'm off the market now. And his beautiful fiance. Still open to dribble with you and yarn with you, mm. but that is it. So stop sending nerds in, boys. Stop sending nerds in, punters dribblers. Yes, and dribblers. To girl. Tom.
0: You can send them to me. Eddie's still got him. At I'm still, Eddie Simpson. I'm still around. At Eddie Simpson. I'll put a little thing on the bottom of it so you can Tom, find him on
1: socials. Tom is now off the market, so we we wish him all the best uh, for his for his next chapter. I am still single and ready to mingle. That's Although it. I'm not You're single. You're
0: technically single. Or I'm just
1: not engaged. Yeah. So grain, grain of salt. Grain, salt grain stuff. of salt
0: stuff. Grain now, of salt. Uh, bit to talk about. Obviously, the rugby league. Eddie, uh, there's a bit on there. A uh, couple of couple of interesting things out of the fight sports world: Eddie Deontay Wilder uh, with a win, and also just a little known uh, MMA fighter Sage Northcut. Uh, there was a bit there lost on the weekend. Israel Falao shit still rolls on as it tends to do with this ever-present uh, yawn of yawn fest that is the uh,
1: Israel Falao saga. Uh, we've got the A-League Grand Final A-League up. Grand Final. Uh, thrilling. Th- absolute thriller. They're calling it one of the great matches of all time. Yep. We'll touch on that. We'll touch on that one. Um, and then the punter and the dribbler have been active this week. They've been busy. Yep. Couple of couple of dribbles from a dribbler. There's dribbles from the dribbler. Dribblers. Dribblers, yeah. There's dribble from dribblers. Uh, there's a couple of things we need to touch on. A few shout-outs that need to be shouted out. And a few mentions that need to be mentioned. I think that the story of... The day, Cooper Cronk's retirement. Yep. Congratulations,
0: Uh, Cooper. Obviously a dear, dear friend of the show.
1: That's right. We've had
0: many great uh, moments shared, Mm. uh, stories told about us and
1: Cooper. Um, Well, he's just been been good to us over the years, Tom. And I think us to him. Giving of his time. I mean, he didn't mention us today in the in the press conference in as many words, but he did allude to us several times. Well, I think the,
0: the moment when he really sort of teared up was when it was, you could see that was sort of when he was talking about us. And it was like, yeah. you know what, Coop, I don't want you to break down. Yep. Yep. Coop,
1: Coop. Coops. Don't
0: want you to break down, mate, so just don't swallow that one. We know. Yeah, it's like you know, th- you know that you know who you are, sort of thing. Yeah, thanks that, to yeah, he
1: said thanks to the fans and to, and to, to the nearest and, and dearest. And he, that's right. Know? And I mean, yeah, look, he was. We were at the 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 front we of his were, mind.
0: Well, we were there. We were obviously there. He saw us in the back of the room, gave us a wink. Um, so look, looking so forward nice. to uh, seeing him get his nose fixed and just what he'll do after <laughs> after football. On a on a well, it's all serious Punishables, but um, Cronk. Now, I'll say this before last year's grand final. <coughs> Before last year's season with the Roosters Grand mm. Final, more specifically, yeah. he was always a very good player and uh, like a, one of the great
1: not and but not one of the greatest players of his generation. No, he wasn't. He but mate, now I think he is. This has been legacy defining. Yes. this this move this to the Chooks, Chook, slash a Chook win, John. maybe maybe another win, which would have three on the trot for for Young for Cooper. Young well, old Cooper now. Yes. But you're absolutely right. I never really bothered to look at Cooper too deeply into Cooper's career. No. And I mean that with all due respect. Correct. But now I'm acutely aware that he's got the second most NRLs games ever. Yeah, like-
0: and also he's the most experienced playmaker in the
1: history of the game. Yeah, I mean, there's some stats out there that are fucked up. Yeah, quite yeah, cr-
0: yeah, yeah, 300 and uh, what is it, like 50 plus games?
1: Yeah, I think he's second all time. He's there. second
0: all time, or at least he certainly will be once he finishes. Uh, look, I know that you say that we, we know he's got two premierships stripped off him, but he's won five grand finals. I don't take him off the players as much as I do the club.
1: Well, I'm going to say this. He's won five, five grand, grand finals. finals. He doesn't have five premierships. He has three. Yes. But he's won one five, five grand, grand finals. finals, which is no easy feat. Fuck no, Even dude. if you are cheating.
0: Especially he's made seven, won five.
1: Yeah. The numbers are ridiculous. Yeah. The numbers are absurd. Sickening. But the fact that he went to the Roosters, guided them around the park for 80 minutes without touching the footy, basically, he made a couple of tackles that the, the, just it was, showed the insight of and into into his genius
0: yes and also but like the fact that they were able to pick him and again we're not going to get into this shit everyone's all the platitudes have been said about that performance in the grand final but it was just when he'd make because he as he said he did fuck all with the ball but it was just like when he was on his line there were just a couple of shots he put on with the crook shoulder where mm. you're like okay bro like you're a badass yeah you're, you're a, a badass now you you're a a are puppy. you are now one of the best of your generation yep Whereas before you were obviously in that conversation, but it was like you had to go past. Uh, I'm putting Lockyer in this same generation, but Lockyer, Thurston, Smith, Slater, Inglis. It was always those dudes before you, mm. and now they're probably still before you, but you're in there. You've
1: certainly caught up. Yeah, you're in there. You've caught up. You, you're you're right on the rung below a mortal. Yeah, yeah, you're a rung below immortal. mortal. You're a hall of which fame is a legend. fucking nice rung. Nothing wrong with that rung. Nah, Beautiful dude. rung, very respectable. Really rung. nice rung. Great day call. Yeah. Really well put together rung. Mm-hmm. A lot of good plokes that, that live on that rung. Hundred percent. Spend time on that rung. If you wanted to sublet the rung for a very good oh, price, mate, mate, that is premium stuff. Premium stuff. You you're get looking a real at good price. you're looking at big, big money to rent that rung. What's a resale value on a rung like that? Go for it. Oh, jeez, off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, well over market. Well over like, well over the national average. Yeah, time.
0: yeah. That so that's the sort of shit we're dealing with when that's where Cooper's got to now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well above the national well average. Well above
0: the national average for a resale price on your on a rung.
1: On a rung. And that's that rung is second tier. Yeah. Now <laughs> Um, the Roosters now have a million dollars to play with. Now, when I say that out loud, does it make me feel violently sick? Yes, it does. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense at all. Now, we've gone on and on and on about this, and I don't know how much more we can go on about it. They've obviously got the books cooked- To perfection. To perfecto.
0: Michelin star stuff. This is a hatted oh, restaurant, <laughs> you know mate, what I mean? get
1: fucking the one hat, three hats. This is a three hat this restaurant. Is, this is a max hat setup. No more hats can be can be fucking squeezed onto this, this club. No, as many hats as they can bloody gather together. Um, but a million dollars to spend next year, Tom makes me feel, as I've said, sick to my stomach. Makes me think about who they might gonna, They might be looking bring at. in.
0: Well, I wonder whether they're going to go because Latrell needs some Bicky, right? Latrell well, on.
1: Latrell L- wants Bicky, and I'm hearing his boys want Latrell to get Bicky yeah. too because his boys are hungry.
0: Yes, but. You can't be playing a million dollar a million bicky's a season for, a center. for a center. No you can't. And he's not playing fullback cuz you got Ted there. No. So unless he moves to 58 58? 5-8 mm,
1: I don't think he is
0: he is I look, I think he thinks he can be a 58. That's what I'm hearing, but I don't know whether he is well, a 58. He's okay. also so he's, fucking huge.
1: So like, he's saying that cuz he wants that that 58 money.
0: He wants that 58 cash.
1: Well, that makes sense. But see, that's why I, I, I don't think, th- think he's a 58.
0: Well, I don't. Kn- I don't well, know enough. I don't know. We don't know shit. I don't but know shit. But what I do. We also is, do know
1: what. What I do know is he's fucking damaging in in the open mm, field. Yes. He's not going to get a whole lot of that if mm. he's a five eight.
0: Well, he'll get more ball, but he, yeah, he may not. He won't get necessarily ball with some space. But see, that's why maybe the Souths yarn if they go, we'll give you a million plus a season to play fullback because we've only got Alex Johnson and we got that GI Bickies. Hmm. In the back pocket, Well, they've freed up some Kashishi. We've got some Russell Crowe coin that we can just chuck
1: in the old freezer at your new apartment. Well, they, I think they've, they've got at least a million out of, out of GI. Yeah. So they're, they're ready to go. They can throw money around, and that fill, that fullback money makes sense. Yeah. Makes complete sense. I'm just saying, who who are they looking at to replace Cooper Cronk? Well, they've got because, um, land. Because there's a, there's a dearth of sevens.
0: Yes, but so I think your seven would potentially be old Kiri. Kiri goes to seven or you bring in this Lachlan Lamb uh, kid son of Adrian Lamb uh, he's a he's a throbber on the rise I, if if, uh, if what I'm being told mm. is to be believed he's played a couple NRL games and he played in the Charity uh, the Anzac Day Clash so that could be who they go with but then I also know that the Roosters don't like anything other than an elite halves pairing. And so whether
1: they want to persevere... Well, some... they like spending money, Tom. They love That's spending That's the reality. Money. That's I can't it. see them going fucking... Look, and all due respect to young Adrian Lamb. Or was that was his...
0: a uh, Son of Adrian Lamb. Son of Adrian.
1: Lachlan. Thank you. No disrespect to Lachlan, but... The Roosters don't really do up-and-coming halves, do they? I mean, I guess Mitch was an up-and-coming half at one point. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. I mean, look, I just think they've got the blueprint now by premierships. Look, it'll be interesting to see which way they go, Um, but congratulations to Cooper. Congratulations, Coops. Uh,
0: Must catch up for a beer soon uh, with you and the lovely wife,
1: Tara. So I think think it'd be nice now, Tom, to transition from successful club, Roosters, to the most unsuccessful club in the comp. This year, at least, the Panthers. Disgusting. Now, everyone was going, look, if you can't turn it around at home against the fucking Warriors who hate traveling across water, <laughs> <laughs> how, how when are you going to turn it around? And, <laughs> I, and I said to myself, I can't remember what I was talking about. I think I was talking to Matho at work. I was like, fuck, I, I reckon I'm going to p- pick the Panthers. I mean, yes. And he goes, mate, think about it, though. They were no good last week against West. And yeah, I go, they, you know what? They weren't either. He goes, think about the first 10 minutes. And I was like, yes, that they first sucked. 10 minutes was fucking awful. They were so shit. You're absolutely right. I'm picking the Warriors. And sure as shit, they got blown out of the, out of the water again. Shout out to Matho for that tip. But I mean, fair call because the Panthers just absolutely
0: suck ass. Do you think Phil Gould had a real inkling for how shit this team was going and just went, you know what, I'm getting out now so then at least it looks like people will start going, you know what, they shouldn't have let Phil go either. He comes out here smelling like roses. He climbed out of a pile of shit, Eddie, smelling
1: like roses. Well, look, Phil, one of the the great magicians in in rugby league football, Tom, Mm. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Now, if you look at their club and their system, shitloads of death. People had them in the top three at the start of the year, right? Every
0: year, though. No, but they're no, not but, that let, but good. Let me, but let
1: me finish, right? Let me finish. I think Phil recognises that oh, Ivan, a bad, bad decision. I was listening on the radio on the way in here that they've given way too much power to the chairman who has no rugby league brain, right? Right. And so he's making all these shots, all these calls, doesn't know fucking left from right, up from down when it comes to rugby league football. Wouldn't even be able to pick a steed in a in a footy ball in line-up a line-up.
0: Right, okay. So you're telling if you had your bloody you're sharing your, y- Sharon, your, Sharon your steeds yeah. You wouldn't know. Nah. nah. Fuck. Yeah. Disgrace. This is
1: what we're working with here out of yeah. Penrith. Um, and then I think so. He goes, "Look, I fired Ivan for a reason. They've brought him back on a five-year deal, which is a fucking long time. Long time. And all t- in rugby league, when things chap, they change day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute, mate. P- but coaches
0: get fucking turfed yeah. after a couple of games. Like Ivan could. <coughs> the problem here is they're going so bad. If you can't turf Ivan now, because you've got five fucking years that you'd have to pay no, him out.
1: No, you can't do that." you got to
0: stick with this dude. you got to
1: stick with him. you you got to pray that things turn around. But at the moment, look, everyone's going, oh, you know, don't go easy on Nathan because he's working behind a bad pack. Or yeah. his pack's got no go for it. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. You know, it's not for like a trying him and Maloney, trying their ass off. But the forwards are fucking awful. And some of that has to, that blame lands, well, most of that blame lands with Ivan. He just hasn't got them working. Probably. He
0: hasn't got them up and about. He hasn't got him going. They suck ass. If you're a Penrith fan... It's just such a scat season
1: for you, and now what? They're two and eight. Everyone che- like just they're the- two and eight. This, I mean, the Penrith fans. I'll give you the hot tip. You are now in the scrap of your lives to avoid who are they playing the spoon. next.
0: Who are they playing next? Because that, I mean, what I don't want Eddie is them to come up against Manly because Manly has a storied history no, no, of pulling time. off something like that. Okay. Oh, they got Parramatta. And then man at Bankwest, that'll be a real fucking shit show. Then man, and then us next Thursday, well two Thursdays away, thirtieth of May.
1: Uh yeah. Look, Penrith, deep shit. How's Ivan sleeping? What's he look? What's that look like? Man, it would be tough. and it makes me anxious. It yep. makes me anxious knowing that he wouldn't be sleeping well. Well, I tell you what, it'd be like it'd be like every night being a Sunday.
0: Because let's be well, honest, punish drillers, if you're not anxious on a Sunday night after a weekend of debauchery, depleting your body of serotonin and all the good stuff, if you're not feeling anxious on a Sunday night, the night before going back for another week of work, then you're not doing enough on your weekends, firstly. I but reckon I, it'd, be,
1: it'd be like... A week of Sunday nights. It'd, yeah, it'd be like a week of Sunday nights off the back off a huge Friday that went into Sunday morning. Correct. So no sleep, Friday, Saturday. Yeah into Sunday, work With, Monday. A, with a huge meeting, Presentation that you've got to yeah. do. Prezo, this- you haven't done, 9 a.m. Monday. That's what Ivan's that's whole what week looks like. Not, that's him trying to get to sleep. Yeah. That's heart
0: pumping out of your chest stuff. That's right.
1: Now, sweaty, a sweaty, sweaty, sweaty mess.
0: Sweaty, sweaty mess. Fan on, then he's too hot, then he's too cold, then fan back on again. Nightmare stuff, punters, dribblers. Now, this is, and it's just reminded me, Another reason, not just for Ivan, but certainly for Ivan and sufferers of Ivan's Sunday night condition. And that is, we said this the other week, but we will be dropping our Hello Sports Sleep Companion podcast this week. Beautiful segue, Tom. Beautiful segue. It probably won't work for Ivan because the sounds of football and I think Ivan needs to get his head as far away from football as possible. He
1: needs to remove himself from, from rugby league. Yeah. At least temporarily. Temporarily,
0: while it, he sleeps. Because, I mean, you know as soon as he slips into the dream space, he goes mm, straight back to that's right. losing games, losing
1: games. But for for those amongst you that that do enjoy the sounds of rugby league, and I'm guessing most of you out there, probably but not all of you, but most. But most. Even just the
0: sounds of sport, punters, dribbles.
1: Sure. But this is specifically rugby
0: league. Yep. Zero commentary. Yep. Just the sounds of, you know... Uh, the 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 hustle the, the hustle and bustle of a crowd the mm. murmur of a crowd the excitement the, the excitement when something happens the shock when a ball's dropped the thud of the a thud tackle. of players the thud of of muscle and bone crashing into each other mm. uh, you know at the odd whistle you'll hear a bit of the referee you know nothing too crazy
1: punish dribblers the sound of an elite playmaker that's it, um, doing work throwing a beautiful little nut. Or maybe throwing a dummy and going. The shock and awe of a crowd as a
0: young throbber is at work.
1: That's right. These are things that you've got to look forward to. This is the sounds that you're gonna hear, punters, Dribblers, in the sleep companion. Now it goes for a while. The long enough of the game. a game. Long enough for you to get to sleep. Yes. Put it that way. So you put this on and you just you fade off. Into sleep. Into sleep off the back of the sounds of rugby league. That's all it is, Punish Dribblers. Now this is this is sleep companion number one. Dropping this week. There will be other sleep companions. Think Test cricket.
0: Very exciting, but just keep an eye out for an ear out for that one, an eye out for that one. Obviously the podcast will drop out this podcast you're listening to and then later in the week the sleep companion podcast. Uh ideal for Sunday nights
1: when Perfect for Sunday nights, Punish Dribblers. Yeah. Perfect for Sunday nights. It's it look, put it in and tell me you didn't fall asleep. Yep. Yeah. And you didn't fall asleep happy, more importantly. That's it.
0: Now, punished dribblers, obviously we uh, don't need to say anything more about the Manly Seagulls' entrenchment in the top eight after their defeat of the Cronulla Sutherland Shire Don't need to say anything more. We don't need to say anything more about it, right? And we won't. And we won't. But the one thing we will say uh, about the entrenchment in the top eight, I think sitting at fifth, Eddie... Fifth, um just a just
1: a whisker off Canberra on yeah. f- on points differential. Correct. So you're in four top fours obviously in
0: sight. Um a lot of punters and dribblers reaching out to us after that win yesterday. Lots of punters and dribblers. Lots of the, uh, you know, about the fact that they're sort of calling for Beers Never Brendan Elliott uh to be maybe a, to to maybe have his Beers Never title looked at looked at. Uh, beers re- maybe addressed? Re- you know, a- is it reviewed? A be- is reviewed? Is it a beers maybe? Is it a beers definitely? Is it a, a beers be- be- pending? Pending? Is it a beers sometime? You know, and I think that there's enough enough of called for it that it needs to be looked
1: at. I'm prepared to review it now. There's a couple de- of there's a couple of conditions here. He yeah. had, a, he, had a, he had an unbelievable game of footy except for his kicking. Now I don't know who told him he could kick. Now I'm. My guess would be that Des didn't tell you that you can yeah, kick kicks because, never kicks never Brendan kicks never Brendan never Brendan, and I'm confident that that's what Des would have told you because Des is an elite operator, mm. evidenced by the fact that we're entrenched and we almost got the spoon last year. Yeah. Now, if you can agree on that, that you should never kick, and your name is Kicks Never or Never Kicks Brendan Elliot. Then we can start to review this beer thing. Yes. Well, now that that's out of the way. Yes. Defended the house down, played a great game of footy, took read the, the high game ball. well, took the high ball, backed himself at the line, Tom. Uh, backed himself yeah. at the line. Left left Joshie Morris for dead and Josh Morris traditionally one of the great defenders in the comp, Tom. Could be the New South Wales center for game 1. One of the great defenders in the comp and made him look bush league. Yeah. Made him look bush league on his own line early in, in the piece. At a home, at his own home. This wasn't this wasn't a this wasn't a, you know what's the word? Tiredness? No. Oh, no. This wasn't fatigue. This fatigue, was first half stuff. Thank you. Well, it wasn't a fatigue thing. No. For, for Josh Morris.
0: No. So, so so I think that, look, let's say this. Right now, still beers never, still kicks never, Brendan Elliott. But he backs up that performance with another beers maybe. Because perf- this performance was a beers maybe, right? Or maybe mm. even a beer soon. No, it was a beer soon performance. It was performance. a beer soon performance, right? Yeah. So if he backs up this week's beer soon performance with another beer soon performance, then I'm happy for him to become beer soon, Brandon Elliott.
1: Mm. Okay, so if he has another beer soon performance next week, he's Beers soon, Brandon. He's, he's, be, he's beer soon. Brennan. But right now, he's beers maybe. But also, don't you think punters and dribblers that there is a coincidence between the fact that we called him beers never and he's got better? There has to be. Obviously, origin team
0: gets picked next Monday. Yep. I don't know. We've named our teams. I don't know if we. I don't know if we need to go through them again specifically. Obviously, in the halves, I would have. We would have uh, Cleary and Walker. Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. by the by. Um, I think so, Tom. I think what's, so. What's, what's upsetting mean, me like, though what, is that what, I'm what hearing the hell. What the
0: hell does Cody Walker have to do? Who's Dixie got to suck? Well, Freddy's obviously. Yeah, I mean, but I. He's Does he even need sucking? to do that? I don't think he needs to suck. I think he sucks so. enough.
1: He's sucked enough. He's been he's been doing the best sucking I've seen.
0: Now, the problem that I'm having, Eddie, is hearing people start to throw Mitchell Pierce's name back in the hat. Now, Mitch has been playing well for the Knights. He had a blinder against the Dragons. He had a great game. He's thrown. He's he's leading the comp in maybe try assists and fucking and uh, and uh,
1: maybe line break assists. Mm. Dior that, mate. He's had some good games. You know, some but, great but, games. But Pierce, like, we've what four in a row. Four in
0: a row. But like we have also P- Mitchell Pierce has a storied history of wonderful club form. He's won a premiership. He's uh, you know he's played many finals, not well. Uh,
1: and unfortunately, when it comes to Origin time, though. Look, I don't actually think that people that are throwing his hat in the na- in the ring are serious. I mean, yeah, he's played four good games back to back. Maybe cool. But honestly, I mean, how many times do we need to talk about the same thing? We would have had this conversation, Tom. A million times. I honestly think seventy times. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to pluck a number out of the air, I'd say seventy-ish times. I've got seventy-three in my head for some reason. Seventy-three podcasts that this has been addressed in some form or in some way. Now, if anyone is actually, honestly throwing his name into the ring, then they need to be whipped. That's to, my yeah. that's my opinion. They yeah. need to be taken out of the back and they need to be whipped. Why? Because he's not cut. From the origin cloth. Well, how do you know that? Well, because he's played the most origin series out of anyone. Out of any halfback. Out of any halfback. In New South Wales history. In New South Wales history, and has never won an Origin series. No. He also hates September. He hates October. Now. He's not finals. He's not finals. He's not clutch. He hates the big moment. I'm sorry, Mitch. It's just the truth. You're a great bloke. You're a great player, but you're just not. You're not at you're not on the right ro- on the rung. You're not on the right rung. You're not on the right rung. I'm sorry, but
0: right now we have got throbbers throbbing in those positions. Mitch is doing all right, but he's never done it at Origin for us, so I just can't Let's see. just drop that. Let's, Let's drop, drop it. it. Can we stop this? It stop it.
1: Just stop it. Stop it. When you've got Wayne Bennett, who is a Queenslander, Coach Queensland fucking loves the, loves the state. When he's coming out back his boys that they should be in blue and basically just saying, Cleary and Maloney have been dog shit you cannot pick them. When he's saying that, he's got no interest in saying that. He, he, I mean, if anything, he should be talking up Maloney and Cleary saying, pick them, because he doesn't want his boys going at origin time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mal you know Meninga I mean? is the one you don't trust. Mal Meninga is the ultimate troll here because he doesn't have his foot in any camp from a club perspective. Obviously, uh, the Titans, but no one from the Titans is making origin for New South Wales, maybe Peachy. But um, Mal was like, Oh, no, I'd stick with Cleary and Maloney, and you're like, fuck off, Mal, you are just trolling us here, dude. Like, don't don't pull that shit, Mal.
1: Mal, but also, Mal, have a bit more respect. You're you know Australian what I mean? You're the custom. Australian coach, mate. Coach, sorry. You're the Australian coach. You have got to be, you're supposed to be impartial. That's tacky from Mal. It's very
0: tacky from Mal. The podcast this week is brought to you by Bareback Biltong. Bareback Biltong is made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original and smoked chili flavors are sure to get your taste buds dribbling. Bearback's very first creation, the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend coupled with Bearback's secret ingredients allows it to be a
1: huge favorite. Cold smoked for six hours using the unique Bareback method, their smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. The simple oaky flavor, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, Provides a truly rare and delicious flavour.
0: Bareback Biltong
1: delivered across Australia. by at barebackbiltong.com.au. Punners, dribblers. All right, punners, dribblers. So, obviously, for those that missed it. Not many, I'd imagine. I would have thought none of you. Mm. The LA Grand Final last night, uh, Perth Glory hosted Sydney FC. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they're at NAB Stadium, Tom. Fifty-five thousand screaming. Optus Stadium, I think. Optus, thank yeah. you. You're absolutely right. Yep, fifty-five thousand. I think screaming punters. Huge, huge. huge atmosphere. I mean, huge crowd. Huge atmosphere. Real exhibition for the game. I mean, people were turning up looking for a spectacle. They didn't get one. No. It was nil all after 120 minutes. Not
0: ideal for a grand final. But Which is not
1: what you want. What
0: you're probably going to get, though.
1: Well, you, that's what you're going to get in the a
0: There was one goal, Eddie, that was disallowed due to an incorrect VAR call. Which, again, does that surprise you? You're right. Yeah, bro. Just right. trying to swallow those yawns there, mate. Yeah, you, sorry. Yawn struggles truth. I am. You look like you're about to vomit
1: there. No, I'm all right. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, yeah, I get you. I'm playing hurt, You're playing, actually. yeah, Eddie's playing hurt. I'm sick slash hurt. So now Yeah, and now which one came
0: first? Did he get sick because uh he's playing hurt because he went so hard? Or is because 'cause I'm
1: hurt or hurt because I'm sick? Yeah. You up know what to mean? you. Yeah, yeah, you up to you. You be the judge.
0: I think we know which one it is. Anyway, A-League grand final. So the goal
1: was scored, Yes, I yeah, called offside, but it wasn't.
0: punters and Dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am.
1: So, basically, what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That of is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, for example. You could say it's
0: also a 24 hours before a game, though, right?
1: No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night, there's
0: also a game on Thursday.
1: Yeah, but I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play or Hines doesn't play. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You You, do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy,
0: they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the
1: weekend? Two. I got three. (laughs) Well,
0: (sighs) but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you... Mm. They could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value.
1: you have been pettist.
0: Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father.
1: I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a father tonker. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out
0: to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the, you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away.
1: Well, no, yeah. we robbed you of two bets, two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you. Robbed but I for.
0: did the bets. I no, you didn't... didn't.
1: You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't weren't on there. my profile. No.
0: Well, I'm going will um, show you. There was
1: one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do. You didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. So that's me, it.
0: Tobler told me. Tobler told me none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered the You didn't
1: do a way. unit scuba last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. And yep. then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes.
0: Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf.
1: Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the pun and the dribbler dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there, I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs.
0: It wasn't. And they they reviewed it and said, no, all good. They review everything, but they saw it and just went, no, it's all good. And they're like, but the replay that we're seeing here says he's on site. And they had the little line. The line. He was all good. He was was good to go. Asleep at the wheel, the A-League. They did that last year's grand final. And the thank God for the beautiful sport that is football in this country uh, that the team that got darted with the VAR this time managed to go on and win in a thrilling fucking penalty shootout Uh, but last year I think it went the other way where the VAR fucked up and then the team ended up losing the grand final but Eddie in terms of penalty shootouts we were in for a real treat
1: we were in for an absolute treat so Sydney didn't miss they scored for Perth this is fucking hilarious now Santa Lab is his name household name Household name in Australian sport, uh, Dior, if you don't know him, mm. uh, goes right when they so they'd already missed one. He's the fourth penalty taker. He essentially needs to score or they're fucked.
0: Can I also just say this that apparently he used to play for Sydney FC and the Wanderers and fucking hates Sydney FC, hates them, like they, they, they ended on bad terms or something. He's what I'm told, Dior, all this shit, but hates them. And this is his final game.
1: And the moment gets the better of him. So, obviously, because he hates Sydney FC so much, he's tried to embarrass them at, at the biggest moment of, I'm guessing, his football career. He's gone for the Panenka. Now, if you don't know what the Penenka is, it's basically where they just kick it straight at the goalkeeper, but they sort of chip it so there's backspin on it and it floats slowly through the air. And the idea is that while the goalkeeper has dived one way or the other, he stares helplessly at the ball as it floats softly, majestically majestically into the back of the net. It's like a troll almost. It's a fucking huge troll. I mean, Zinedine Zidane did one in a World Cup final. I mean, you've got to be a sick fucking puppy to do that. he scored. Yeah, he My pulled geez. it off, right? But also like, if you don't pull that off, you look like an yeah. absolute fuckwit. And Santalab didn't, and he looked like a fuckwit. And it was a shocker. It was a shocker. The goalkeeper just stood there and went, Oh dear. Oh, I've just caught this Oh dear. And Thank it basically you. just summed up the A League. Like the it whole just, thing. just the whole thing just flopped. It just flopped. It was a pile of poop. I mean, when you try when you see an A League player trying to get a Panenka in a fucking grand final for the fucking bicis. it up <laughs> and fucking it up, you just go. Of course, <laughs> after 120 minutes of
0: nil, football. goalless football, and not only that, but a special shout out has to go to Tony Popovich for losing his fourth grand final as a coach. Which is just fucked that it he's never won one. It's just it would be an absolute fuck. nightmare stuff. He could probably do it with the Sleep Companion podcast.
1: Idea had I had absolutely no idea that Popovich was at Perth.
0: Yeah, well, of course you didn't, Eddie. At the end of the day, no one cares. A League's fucking boring as shit. Their trophy sucks. It's a toilet seat.
1: There was literally a guy there last night with wearing a toilet, a toilet seat around his neck, and I just thought to myself, have some fucking respect for yourself, mate. <laughs> Have some respect for yourself, and he was lapping it up as well. They kept of showing him on the big was, screen, and dude. he thought he was the coolest kid in town. He's I'm trying to like, peacock, mate.
0: Get that toilet seat. What off are your you head. doing, bro? What would your grandparents say? What would your mother say? Yeah, but you know, like your grandparents are sort of like yeah. a little bit more removed. Okay. Where it's like they're from a time of like where self respect was probably a little more. Valued. Yeah, when you
1: when you wore when you wore a jacket and a tie to yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, you
0: tucked your shirt in and you pulled mm. your socks up and you fucking combed your hair and brushed your teeth yeah. like. Yeah. Yep. What would your grandparents say about you with a fucking toilet seat around your neck like an absolute
1: showy loser? You, they'd probably say, take me now.
0: Yeah, take me now. You know I've what? I've seen it all I've and I don't it. want to live in this world no. a
1: moment longer. Can
0: someone, you know what, I don't care how you do it, just fucking take me now. way like, Get one of those prods you use on cows and just fucking someone put needs in to, the back of my neck. Someone
1: needs to prod that prick <laughs> as well. Prod that little prick back into bloody reality. Take that fucking seat off your <laughs> do, neck, mate. Do we prod him? Give yeah, him I mean, look, prod. I was going to prod grandma. <laughs> she asked me to, but I'm thinking that's ridiculous. I'm prodding she that little prick. She doesn't deserve it. She doesn't need, he doesn't, she, she doesn't deserve, deserve to prod. go no. off the back of his
0: fucking tomfoolery. No,
1: no, not off the back of his mistake. No, we prod him. I mean, I was, reading, I was reading, I was reading, I was watching Joe Rogan the other day and this guy was talking about how they can sort of like, they'll be able to pull apart your DNA and see what you're made of, right? Yeah. Do you reckon they could pull apart that bloke's DNA and go, likely to wear a toilet seat yeah. around his neck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or not just pull it. oh, uh, dribbler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Likely uh. to dribble. A uh, couple of huge fucking KOs, Eddie, on the weekend. Obviously the bronze bomber, uh, Deontay Wilder up against Dominic Brazil. Uh for the WBC. I don't know WBA fucking Dior on which belt it was. But, heavyweight world title. Now, obviously, Josh Anthony Joshua holds three of them. Deontay Wilder holds one of them. They're refusing to fight at the moment because of some bullshit, but... Deontay Wilder fought Dominic Brazil, and in a minute and 37 seconds hit him with one of the fucking flushest right hands you're ever going to see and the bloke, sloppy as fuck, punters, dribblers, in terms of his titties bouncing
1: all over the canvas as he went down. Mate, what it was sickening, the footage. I saw the slow-mo, the Savo, and his earlobe gets whiplash. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah the whole fucking you
1: know the, what i mean his lobes, are- like his lobe goes like out and then whiplashes and then comes back in and smashes against the side of his neck and i was like holy shit that motherfucker must have the longest earlobes on the planet but he didn't no they just stretched out that far in the super slow-mo because his head nearly got knocked off <laughs> by Such deontay was force deontay's got some serious power don't worry about that made me think a couple of things wow that's really etch like, that yeah. guy could be dead. Yeah. And the other thing I thought was, fucking hell, that, that Gypsy King, he must have some stones or something wrong yeah. with him for him to get up twice when he, got, fury. when he got hit with similar punches.
0: Well, yeah. Well, the one that knocked him down in the 12th round was a right, then a left, I believe. He got fucking knocked with two of them
1: um how he gets up from that was just ridiculous
0: Now it says the gypsy king's a fucking beast I don't think you can really knock Brazil in terms of like that punch was fucked what I would say no, well what I would say is that um clearly why the fuck is he fighting like that's the problem with the, with boxing at the moment is like, These top three dudes, Fury, uh, Wilder, and Joshua are all, obviously Fury and and Wilder have fought, and it was close. Why they didn't rematch immediately is a problem for me because it's like that's what should have just fucking happened if it was a draw. But they're all just trying to make as much money as they can before eventually hopefully, hopefully hopefully fucking fighting each other. But Wilder's apparently going to fight this dude Ortiz next, and he's already fucking beaten him.
1: Well, cause there's no one else to fight.
0: You fight Joshua. Well You fight fucking Fury. Joshua
1: again. Joshua has Joshua as far as I mean look
0: I'm not putting it down to just Wilder or to Fury. It, I'm do it do it your again, own like, do
1: your own research, punish dribblers. But what I've heard is and then this is just what I've heard. I've heard that management for Joshua worried that Joshua not that good. Eddie Hearn. Not that good. And people go, oh, but he beat Klitschko. I remind you, puns and dribblers, that Klitschko is like fucking 65. Okay, and barely got the job done. He's fought no one else other than that.
0: Joseph Parker, he beat but didn't knock out.
1: And now they're worried, so I'm heard, So I'm hearing, they're worried that there's a chance, well, a good chance that he loses to either Gypsy King or Wilder. So they're like, let's fill the coffers. Let's fill them coffers. Let's sell out Wembley. Let's go to Madison Square. Let's get the Bickies. And then when he gets knocked out, we go, sorry, brah, later. And then we're out. Now, yeah. well, is that is that is that all rumor? I don't know, but I look at it and I go, mate, you have not. There's n- there hasn't been any suggestion that he's f- he was going to fight Wilder or they, they talk about it a lot. They yeah, talk but no, but about like, it, it never but never happens. But, it, 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 it gets it, no further than they should.
0: Yeah, it's all down to money. I think at the end of the day, I think I don't think anyone's. I don't think it. I don't think any of the fighters are scared of fighting each other. I think it's more just down to, down to fucking... Well, they're like, sense.
1: oh, they don't make any... They're not financially viable options. And I'm like, It'll what? be the biggest fucking fight in here. Yeah, like, so well, you're, like, you're telling me that you versus Gypsy King is, isn't financially viable, but you versus a plumber that no one's ever fucking heard of is? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. shut up.
0: That's bullshit. Now, just one other knockout. Super Sage Northcut. So he fought. used to fight in the UFC. He was
1: sort of like a poster boy. He, he was, looks a bit like a Dragon Ball Z, character.
0: Yeah, he does. He does. Doesn't look real, um, but he's absolutely jacked. And anyway, he mm. left the UFC. He's not that good. Part no. of truth, for being honest, he, he got o- knocked out quite o- a bit. Went over to One FC uh, for his first fight there, and in thirty seconds, got hit so fucking hard, bro! Like absolutely cracked in the jaw, collapses in an absolute pile of shit, in a pile of bones manages to get up and sort of like, you know, for the for the announcement of the fact that you're, you're lost. Mm. Went to hospital with, they found eight facial fractures. Oh my God. And he Lord. had to have nine hours worth of surgery. Like he looks, oh Jesus he God. looks fucked. And I just, uh, you know what? Is that what?
1: it? That's got to be the career, doesn't it? No, eight, dude, dude. Eight facial eight fractures? Eight facial
0: fractures. He was like, yeah, look, you know, just so I'll get better. And then, you know,
1: I'll come back. It's Does like, the face mend?
0: Yeah, well, like, I mean, fucking Sam Burr just broke his face playing rugby league. Corey Norman just broke his face. Like You can fix it. You just got to put plates in there and shit.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, but he but he gets repetitively hit in the face. Yeah, if mate. you're a fighter. Oh, no, know? like, it happens. It
0: happens. They come back. They mm. do it. It's stupid. Like, I don't, I mean, especially for him, like, he's not that good. So you're like, maybe you should just give it away, bro. Maybe that's it for you, you know? Because mm. you're in one championship as well. Like, one, you're not, you're not even fighting the top dogs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're in a beta comp and you'd be on beta cash yeah. and you're fucking up your face.
0: Yeah, so I mean,
1: so right. Sage, look, it's up to you, mate. It's completely up to you, dude. I just want you to know, Sage, that you aren't a Dragon Ball Z character. Questions
0: from the punters and the dribblers because they've been reaching out this week, Eddie. The first one, uh, question. This is from Full Quid Kid. I believe he's a fan of the Milk, uh, yeah. the Raiders, but this question nothing to do with the Milk. Is Sterling Mortlock the most rugby union name in the history of rugby union? Yes. Well, now I would say very close to, what about Julian Huxley? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I, th- I still think Sterling Mortlock is. Sterling Mortlock call to me. Because Has, a- it's 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 a Sterling into a Mortlock. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, Julian Huxley's bold, but it's a Julian into a Huxley, whereas it's a Sterling really strong. Into goes it. drives right into a into a mortlock. Put,
0: punters, dribblers. If you have a more rugby league name than Sterling Mortlock, Julian Huxley rugby uh, Union. Rugby Union, sorry. Sam Norton Knight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Oh I mean? my god, that's a rugby union name, dude. I give, and then and then think about this rugby league name. Cooper Cronk, Cronk, uh, Corbin Sims, (laughs) Tarek Sims, Tarek Sims, (laughs) fuck, like, you
0: know, the Cade Cust of the Manly Seagulls, you know what I mean, like, their rugby league names, Mm. Sterling Mortlock is impossibly rugby union, yes,
1: impossibly,
0: Um, and I mean, you know what, Adam Ashley Cooper is a rugby union name, but I think if he wasn't called Adam, Not that Adam, Adam just is sort of like, it's not placed anywhere. No. Adam is rugby league, it's rugby union, it's NBL, it's A-league, it's fucking- No, it's not strong He'd need to be called like Alistair Ashley Cooper or something. And then that would be his rugby union, as you could get. Yeah. But it's sort of, it's got the hallmarks, the the double-barred last name. Dane Hayley Petty as well, if it wasn't Dane.
1: Yeah, Dane. Dane's
0: AFL, Dane's fucking NRL. No. Again, you know, Jonathan. Yes,
1: Exactly. I mean, then then it works. Then it works. works. Christopher, Halle Petty, James, James. That's all you
0: need. Mm. Nice, strong, bold man. Strong, bold. uh, Richard, preferably English. William.
1: Sure. So you've got to have the double-barreled last name. You say basically, there's a blueprint. Got to be strong and English. Strong English first name to kick things off. So let's say a William. Yeah.
0: And then the last name has to be double-barreled, and ideally, like one of them, one of the first. One of the the double-barred last names could be like a place and then just a weird last name. So like uh, MacArthur (laughs) Stanham. I went to school with a bloke who- Wentworth Jones. Wentworth Jones. uh, What else have we got? Maybe uh, uh,
1: Duckworth Lewis. Punters, dribblers, one final question. It's from a dribbler. His name's King Dribble. He's a fucking dribbler. He's the
0: king of the dribble.
1: He's asked a silly question this week. We thought we answer it. Uh, I mean, it's not his best. It's not his best work. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants us to discuss something. All right. He said, "Sup, dribblers. Katie here with a quick question for the next podcast. Isn't it curious the biggest fuckwit Australian sportsman I had ever seen? Discuss. Cheers." Um, is he the biggest fuckwit? I think that my immediate thought about him is that he's not that. He's, he seems unwell. Or, like, like, depressed.
0: Well, he's a very poorly behaved child, right? Yeah. Like, if you had a kid that behaved like that, you'd be like, I mean, you've obviously been but- allowed to behave this way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's, so it's snowballed. So it's snow- snowballed. It's like
0: where we've now got to this point where, like, you're just fucking, you're a petulant child. But there is also a part of me now that's kind of going, you know what? If he's not going to change, which doesn't seem like it, he's going to be a little asshole. And... Sponsors are staying with him. Tennis is allowing him to do what he's doing. I'm weirdly starting to just sort of be like, "All right, man, I'm down. I'm I'm down for the ride. I'm not like he's a beers never type guy. Uh, he's beers never, bro. But I don't mind watching some dude chuck a shit fit on a tennis court and curse people out and like chuck chairs and shit. It's a bit
1: of fun. And
0: what's what's what's, I don't give a fuck.
1: Look, I think that people get too... Caught up in the fact that he's Australian, right? Yeah, and they're like, "But you're representing us." Well, he's not though. You got to understand that he's not actually representing us. He's so, an when Australian he starts, person. He's an Australian person that's playing on the ATP, but he's not wearing the Aussie colours. Like he hasn't been. He hasn't been, you know, caught to represent the Davis Cup side for a no, while. No, but even then, it's like whatever, bro. But what I'm saying, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's not like he's out there representing no. Australia. No. If he was, I'd be like, "Fuck you, you're, you're giving us a bad name." But I'll tell you, I'll give you the tip. There's fuck with. There everywhere everywhere in every country in, in every, every sport, setup in every group in every country it, you know what i mean it's not like oh my god he's giving australia a bad name it's like mate bro come on there's fuckwits everywhere
0: but also like if you're going to if if any person is going to see the behavior of nick curios and then try and Associated extrapolate them. that to the entire country then they're fucking stupid Like, those people are stupid, and they're the opinions you don't really
1: care about. Yeah, if they tell you that, you go, shut up, mate.
0: Like, I mean, you know, it's not like I see someone being an arsehole from America. I don't see Floyd Mayweather being a piece of shit and go, oh, God, Americans. I go, oh, God, Floyd Mayweather's a fucking
1: idiot. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Floyd bashed another woman. Yeah,
0: he's a piece of shit. I'm not like,
1: oh, America's fucked. America's
0: fucked. I think for, for entertainment value, as if you don't want to see that. It brings a bit of spice. He's the happy Gilmore of tennis.
1: Well that's the yeah, that's the other thing punters and dribblers. I think we now need to we need to Get. accept the fact that he's not going to train more than 10 minutes a day. No. He's got the most natural talent on the tour and that allows him to stay in the top 20s, top th- top 30, top 40 and it means we can watch him quite a bit, but he's never going to win majors, he's never going to win slams. So let's just throw that out and he's just, just like, go, you know what? Maybe you can be that guy that has a fucking shit fit every now and then yeah. and literally literally yeah. throws chairs onto the court and then fuck Fucking bail yeah, just goes, goes nah, nah I'm, out. I'm out, fuck this. Just because some guy was in the crowd heckling him, he goes, nah, fuck this. Fuck
0: you, fuck this. The referee's made a call, whatever. He gets all pissed off. I'm sorry. But I
1: mean, I'm- look, if he flips in the future and he starts training and he comes back and he wins slam, everyone go, oh, beautiful redemption story. But, you know, at the moment, what can you do about it? Nothing. But you also, might as well just go, fuck it, whatever. Well, what we have
0: in this conversation, you and me, where we were saying, like, um, maybe he doesn't care... About winning slams. Well, no.
1: So, Hugh, friend of the show, said to me that Roger Federer told him when he was at some like breakfast or whatever. With Roger Federer? Like, Roger, Roger was like a guest. Okay. Uh, so, like,
0: Hugh's having <laughs> breakfast with Roger Federer? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was at a. He was like. He was, yeah, a, right, he, he was a guest speaker.
1: Exactly. He was at an event. I think he said that. Has anyone ever considered that this is Nick's success? Top 50. Yeah. Being a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Training 10 minutes a day and Balling just gaming and ass. gaming the whole time and yeah. just gaming. And, you know, throwing shade on fucking social media and being a little prick and then throwing <laughs> his fucking toys, toys out, out of the cart and just going, fuck the lot of you. <laughs> I Mate, don't give a that's fuck. That's his success. That's what he defines as There's success. There's a part of me that's like... Do it, dude. He doesn't want to win slams. He doesn't want to hit a million balls a week. No, he's like, I can't be fucked, okay. bruh. I do nothing, and I'm a millionaire. So shut up. Fuck off,
0: man. I had my childhood to hit a million balls.
1: And Roger's saying that, so I can respect that. Everyone yeah. wants him to win a major because he could, and we haven't had one for a while. But the reality is that. He just doesn't give he a doesn't shit. He
0: doesn't give a shit. And if he wants to just be a fuckwit, again.
1: His talent's his own curse, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because he hasn't had to train that hard and he's still so good. He's like, whatever.
0: Whatever, I don't care. And it's like, well, if I win one, I win one. If I don't, I Matt, don't. Matt, he hasn't had a coach
1: in like ages. He
0: doesn't even have a coach.
1: He doesn't He doesn't have a coach and he literally trains 10 minutes a day. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. I'm- and he beat Nadal the other day.
0: I'm, and you're and like, the And fuck? then he comes out on that podcast. You're in a podcast and he's throwing shit at Nadal and Djokovic and shit. And you're like, mate, this guy does not give a fuck. Again, he's a beers never type operator. I'm not going to have beers with him. But... I can get around this mentality a little bit of just going, he's just... He's just throwing shade at
1: Djokovic and Nadal, being like, they're both Gims, essentially. Two all-timers. Yeah, going, they're both Gims. Second and third all-time. He's going, they're both Gims He's going going, All
0: all Djokovic cares about is he desperately wants to be liked, Yeah, and he wants to be like Federer, but he's not. And then he's like, Nadal just takes shit too seriously. Fucking, it kills him when I beat him.
1: (laughs) you're like, mate... You are a fucking weapon.
0: He's just, he just went in on everyone except Roger because obviously Roger is just-
1: well, Roger's the fucking goat yeah. and he's also a goat human. Yeah. So There's obviously
0: just no, no fault. It seems like Roger, there's a bit of Roger that likes Kyrgios.
1: I think there is. That's why I think he's defended him a bit yeah, in the media. Yeah, because he, he never doesn't comes, have to. He never comes out and smashes him. Murray and him are fucking tight. Maybe Murray's not as big of a poon as you think. Maybe not. And maybe it's and maybe the reality is, is that we look at these players when they're on court and we think one way of them, but the reality is in the change rooms, they're completely. It's different, completely you know different. what I mean? Maybe Nick's maybe Nick's the smartest kid in the room. That's it. I don't know. Train ten minutes, be a millionaire. I don't know. It's up to you, punters and jibblers, but just stop all this shit about embarrassing the country. Yeah, because like, like
0: who cares? You know what I mean? Like we all embarrass the country from time to time. Look at fucking Australians that
1: go to Bali. Yeah, yeah. Go to bar- go to Cooter for five. Go minutes. Go to Cooter for five minutes and tell me who's the problem.
0: All right. So a couple of things. Punters, dribblers. Firstly, got a shout out. Obviously, we're giving away these baggy greens for for punters and dribblers that are owning them. At the moment, there's a developing story. There's a developing story. Punters, now, dribbling. there's no guarantee that this happens, but we have, and you may have seen it if you follow us at Hallo Sport Podcast on Instagram. But uh, there is a punter and a dribbler that is currently. Looking at getting our logo tattooed now, that would be for a baggy green. If he does do it, I can't see any other option than to give it to him. Now there were uh, we put it up on a poll, and it was overwhelming support from the punter and the dribbler to award the man a baggy because that sort of commitment you don't see. Couple that sort of you know showed some uh, dissatisfaction.
1: Well, there, were, there was some resistance out there, and I think that that's fair. That's I mean, fine. we live in a democracy. Punters and dribblers. remember that. We live in a democracy, and it's the punter and the dribbler who decide at the end of the day on this occasion. You've voted with with your mouths, with your thumbs. Yeah. We have to respect your decision, although we are dictators and we get the final say. Correct. We are prepared to go with you on this. Should this dribbler, I stress this dribbler, come to the party... Uh, and get our logo tattooed onto his body. Now, it's this logo here, punters, dribblers. Uh, if you haven't seen it, then you've Just obviously, behind us as well, in the middle. Um, he says he's booked in on Wednesday. Now, we've asked him to film the whole thing. He's as short as he will. I mean, I didn't think that he'd go through with it, Tom. No. If I If I was a gambling man, I would have bet against him. I would have been proven wrong. But we've had
0: a bit of a yarn with this dribbler before, back and forth over in DM slides, you know, this, that, and the other, and he's a pretty committed
1: dribbler. Well,
0: he's a passionate dribbler. Passionate dribbler. And he's got
1: passion for the podcast, which I'm never going to knock. So no. I respect him. I respect him oh, immensely. respect this man immensely. I just didn't think anyone had it in him. But clearly... Clearly, I was wrong. Yeah. Well. Well. we'll almost see. clearly. Almost. With some developments. So, I mean, if you punters and dribblers are listening to this on a Tuesday, I mean, we're, we're on, we're on tattoo Eve. Where we
0: could be on tattoo Eve, and that will mean that there will only be one Baggy Green left. And I know there's been some fucking... There's been some DM slides this week of Mm. some punters and dribblers trying to find their way around a Baggy Green. Obviously, we've had to direct them to previous podcasts where we've clearly Uh, implicitly outlined the fucking terms, punters, dribblers. mm. Give us something. Do something for us. Get a guest. Get a guest. And a Baggy Green will... Gestures uh, of love. ...will sit atop your head. Mm. Um... So there's two left at this point.
1: There's two left, but one seemingly out the door. door.
0: And if you you again saw on Instagram, the the power of the hat has the ability to bring people together like we didn't even realise the power. We knew there was power in these hats. We didn't realise how much. And just so happened that a few punters and dribblers happened across one another on a social media page. Mm. Solo K, I believe. Solo K. Started by Big Papi himself, Dylan Nava. I I believe Big Papi is the founding Just to add another weird element to this story, but Big Papi started Solo K. And
1: it's about people's uh, experiences of eating KFC alone. So, I mean... So, obviously, obviously people that are really passionate about their KFC, obviously no reason other than to be passionate about it. There's nothing wrong with KFC, that's a damn sure. It's fucking delicious. Uh, and there, it's about sharing, sharing their solo experiences. If I've got that wrong, I don't care. That's, that's what that's I got what, out of it. That was my understanding of it. But it was just so happened that, you know, one of the Hello Sport 11 members, Alex Ironside, was... Uh, was Proper Builder of the Alex Ironside Memorial Trophy. The Big Puppy Pipe of the Week Trophy. We haven't handed out for a couple of weeks. Uh, you may ask why. It's because none of you have fucking laid enough pipe. So that's why it's been put on ice. Now he was on there and was hit up by another member, Jorge, all day, who said, Is this the Alex Einstein of the Elite Hello Sport eleven? And he replies, With his with him in his hat, beer soon. To which Jorge replies, Beer soon in his hat. Then K D King of all of the dribblers comes in over the top with his hat. It was a beautiful thing.
0: And then if I'm not mistaken, then another dribbler has since come in.
1: Well, another another member who hasn't received uh, the hardware.
0: No, no. Uh, Michael Shearer, who is... Oh, did he? He's received his B-green, and he's yes. he's jumped in there as well. So, look, all we're saying, Punished Dribbles, is obviously these are the hottest fucking thing in town, and they've got power in and beyond anything we realised.
1: No. No, I didn't think they had this magic, this mystique.
0: I didn't realise they had the magic to just... To, to find each other, you know what I mean.
1: They're drawn to each other. Now yeah. they're all siblings. Obviously, they were correct. made in the same batch, birthed the same, under the same needle. Correct. From and the, obviously the same Reno. The, well, they have the same wool from the same sheep, and they were birthed under the same needle.
0: Yes, and There's, and from the same plot of grass.
1: That's right. So it's all. They're all. They're all interwoven into each other. That obviously explains the connection. The calling. Now that I've seen it with my own eyes, I believe it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe in Some sort of quantum entanglement, Eddie.
1: That's right. It's quantum entanglement. It's deep. It's dense. I mean, Dior on what's actually happening on a, yes. on a scientific level. You look into quantum entanglement yourself there, punters,
0: dribblers. That's to do your own research for you, some homework. But there's something... What we're saying is there's something special about the hats, and there's one <laughs> left, maybe two. Punters, dribblers, I think that might be a... R- r- rap on the fucking podcast.
1: It's been a pleasure to be here with you all punters and dribblers. Um, uh, mustache, getting late, bit sick. Been a pleasure. Oh,
0: just quickly though, shout out to Alex Ironside's old man, Ironside Trophy. Now, I don't know if Ironside was was, uh, was spinning yarns on the old social meds, but if, if what he said was to be believed, his old man's a huge fan of the podcast and has actually been banned by his... Ironside's old man has been banned by his mum from saying Dior around the house. If that's true... Dior whether or not that's true. Dior whether that's true, but if it is, fuck me, dude. Like, that is... it's as good as it gets. It's as good as it gets. And if we had any other sort of your your run-of-the-mill merch, obviously we can't give away a baggy green to Mr. Ironside for that as much as we'd love to see him wear one. You can borrow your sons. You can borrow your sons, but it's worthy of something. So down the track, uh, Papa Ironside, if this is a true yarn... We'll have a beer, eh? We'll have a beer. We'll sort something out. Beer soon to Papa
1: Ironside. Absolutely. Beer soon.
0: What a father son duo. I mean, you've got fucking Nathan and Ivan on one end and then you've got Papa Ironside and, and the and Alex Ironside on the other. I mm. mean
1: mm. a shining
0: Shines. a shining example of what could be.
1: Yeah. Or what you should aspire what to What you should
0: aspire to be, the Ironsides. Anyway, punishables, that's us. Farewell. Shout out to Bearback Bilton. Cheers, guys. At Hellasport podcast on Instagram, uh, and please keep hustling, old Curtly Beal, because we'd really love to have you on KB. We know you're close. We know you're very close, bro.
1: Curtly, come on, baby. Could you two just not talk anymore?